That's a classic. That's one of the rare records where niggas, man, niggas don't know how classic that shit is. Yeah, man, that take me back, man. Uh, shoot, man, I want y'all in uh, Craig Facts land to welcome my esteemed guest, Compton legend, rap legend. Y'all give it up for Gorilla Black. Yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, everything. How you doing, bro? Talk to us, man. What you man, got going on? Man, definitely, man. You know, y'all can definitely go to my site right now, man. It's called HairGods.com. And, you know, we do hair care products. My brother and myself, he has a company called Hair Spy LA. Um, also, his wife has a company called Hollywood Hair Bar. So, you know, we've been doing this hair care for quite some time. Right. You know, um, way back when I first had my record deal, you know, I bought barbershops, beauty salons. Right. Different things like that. So, hair care definitely has been in the family for quite so some time. So, you know a little bit about hair then, huh? Oh, I know a little bit about hair now. Yeah. You know, I can't bring all your shit yeah. back now. <laughs> my bad. Why is my shit so in it? I mean, oh, don't worry, nigga. My mom's opening up too. So, we ain't finna... We ain't finna, I ain't finna put, you know, you know, I ain't finna put no tens on twos, but yeah. I'm just let you know, you know, this is definitely, you know, for, you know, people who trying to regrow organic hair, especially women, African-American women, you know, they got some, got invisible edges. Right, right, you right, know right. What invisible edges is, if you rub the side of your shit, it ain't nothing there. It, right. You, know, you, got, you know, balding spots, you got psoriasis of the scalp, different things of that nature. This is all natural oil, you know what I'm saying? Grapeseed oil, tea tree oil, mm. olive oil, eucalyptus right. oil. Almond oil, just, right. I mean, all of the essentials that's been used for the last 5,000 years in India, China, Africa, so definitely. Right, Shit right. niggas not putting in their hair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're saying it's not less jam. It ain't that. Oh, this no. ain't no <laughs> <laughs> What about Murray? What about Murray? Some, <laughs> some niggas grew up around. No, 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 no. For my essays, three flowers. Tres flores. Tres flores. Tres flores. No, they say three flowers man definitely man you know you know back in the gap whenever we you know had the salon open and we reopening and we remodeling it so definitely y'all definitely gonna see the reopening of it Dope. you know um prior to my incarceration you know women were coming in and i seen a lot of them was trying to grow their hair healthy again mm. so some of them you know again some of the problems that i was seeing with their hair so you know i just started putting oils together or whatever now you know i'm like you know what let me just see this you know, and they start, you know, braiding their hair up. You know, they sew the weave inside of the braids. Right. So they just start putting oil there, and then you start seeing progress. So we right. just continue to move forward with so it. So pussy is what got you in the hair. Skip it one, that nigga's hey, there. Hey. Pussy yeah, gets you into a lot of things, oh, yeah. man. Definitely, that part, that part. It, it, it got me into right. some things, man. So, it's a few things I want to talk about first, man. You, I mean, you're a big dude. You didn't play no football and then growing up, you oh, were an yeah, athlete? Man, definitely, man. I played football, man, from, you know, all the way Pop Warner, all the way, you know, in the Compton High, and, you know, eventually, you know, all the way up to about the 10th grade. You know, these knees got bad on the nigga, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, man. yeah. Stop slanging keys. What would what, what, uh, uh, Mac 10 say? I stopped playing ball to slang keys and blamed it on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, okay. So 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 I did a little little bit of the backstory from Chicago to Mississippi to Compton. Exactly. You are you docked in Compton nineteen eighty nine. Definitely. How long before you landed in Compton before you had a curl? Oh man, immediately the curl. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the curl 
nigga, I, I experimented with, with a few and, you know, shit went bad. Right. Shit went bad. You know, nigga, I ain't gonna sit there and tell you a lot. Nigga, I went to, got the wrong kit. Right, got right. Got mama in there stirring the shit up. Hold still, boy. Hold on <laughs> a second. And the shit just went bad. So until nigga went to that Hawaiian Silky and this shit just laid yeah, down. Yeah, laid down. You know, nigga, yeah. just, you know how nigga yeah. had to spend that dollar for shit back in the gap. You yeah. You go to the shop. Right. You know what I'm saying? You had a kitchen curl. You know what I'm saying? Nigga in the kitchen working on chemicals kitchen and shit. Girl. Yeah, nigga, first that first one was the kitchen curl. Then the nigga, you know, yeah, got yeah, his yeah, dollars yeah. up, you know. Yeah. You know, then the nigga was able to go to the shop and get his shit done right by Sharice and them. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and set yeah. my shit up the right way. So yeah. Hell yeah. Motherfuckers don't know, nigga. Jerry curl was expensive. Expensive back in the gap. This a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars, yeah. Nigga nigga get up right now if you go to the motherfucking barbershop, nigga cut your hair for fifty dollars. Back in the gap, nigga, you had to have yeah, you had to have a bag. Yeah, yeah. $100.89, that's like probably, what, $600 now? Yeah. Exactly. And you got to maintain that And you got to maintain that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see that nigga on the yard and this shit, you know, nigga be in school, nigga walking around like, okay, damn. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga shit dry as a Man. Like Velcro stuck to the back of that. <laughs> and that California sun, nigga? Shit. Then the nigga done put too much shit in this shit, and you see the back of nigga shirt looking wet, nigga, and I had an oil spill <laughs> back there on the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. the balance. Yeah, that the balance. Yeah, perfect perfect yeah. balance. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers don't know BET was started off Jerry Curl money. <laughs> Bob Bob owned a salon. Talk nigga. that shit. <laughs> Talk that shit. <laughs> Oh, BET was built by Jerry Crow's and Shags. Straight <laughs> up, nigga. Curl money. Bro. I believe that. Hey, I, remember niggas? 100% believe that. And niggas did when niggas start cutting their shit. When I get to the ninth grade, Niggas had the little curly top with the little shag. Yeah, right. Shag. She had to turn. When you turn, yeah. they had to go the other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kept this part. Yeah. It's kept that this part. shit was just balled up on the back of yeah. his shit. Yeah. That shit was nasty. That shit was nasty. That was the compartmentalized curl. Niggas had that shit up top and in the back. from the shag to the little duck tail. Right, duck tail. So then you let your shit grow and have a shit braid. You have to reach See, that's my era, the duck tail era. That was my shit. Yeah, that was my shit. I had length. How long with Paul? How long was your uh, my shit? My shit never got long. My mom was like, "This shit look nasty." Cut. <laughs> <laughs> or you see a nigga shit just start balling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that shit cutting the square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nigga shit ain't yeah. 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 Like My shit. Yeah. From, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I wanted square. My mom, my mom saw my brother cutting that square, and she said, "Cut that shit off tonight." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go to bed with my square. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I was one handed. I won a ducktail contest. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I cut my shit off. I still got my shit in the bag, nigga, <laughs> at the house, nigga. With the oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. My shit was long, this nigga. Is oh, my God. <laughs> this shit is out of line. I'm fucking with this shit. But we all hood, niggas, man. Doing my research on you, I'm like, God damn, man. We we got some real parallels in life, man. Yeah. From your whole, You know what I'm saying? From your whole journey in the streets and, you know, hustling and all that shit. Like, pretty much half the room done lived that, man. Exactly. So one of the things about Craig Facts that we do is we preach accountability right so whenever i talk on camera i'm really talking to the younger me exactly 16 exactly. 17 18 Boy. and i want the younger me to be able to watch my shit right. and be like oh okay i learned from craig no, he not he not exactly. preaching at me exactly. but he like nigga this is what i did and exactly. that and it really end up you know what i mean exactly exactly so we're gonna get into the to the to the nuts and bolts of some of this shit so one of the things that stood out about you where i was like this, this is a reputable nigga because he did some shit that every nigga that grows up in gang culture Knows is a no-no And if you survive this That means you Motherfuckers must really Fuck with you Right right You sold dope in the 60s But you from Compton Exactly 
I saw weed in the system. Oh, weed, okay. I stayed on 10th Avenue, and I saw weed over there for a long time, right there on 10th Avenue. Right, right, right. So, you know, man. Yeah, I was right on 10th Avenue in the middle of the dime block. So you just got to imagine back then, man, like, that was that era era, you know, you know, in they hood. They man, hood. they they never it's played. 60 niggas right there on 10th yeah, Avenue. Always, so I lived man. in that building, which was the Thunderdome. So right. Yeah, no, the 63rd right there. So I, I lived in the middle of the block right there. Right there in the Thunderdome. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, so yeah, nigga yeah, right yeah. there back then, homie, I mean, you know, I, I got to give it to them niggas, man. Them niggas is real, homie. Oh, so, they not playing? Oh, oh, nigga, you ain't been in the hood in a while. Come on, come on look, we need to go to the back real quick. Right. You know, the Thunderdome might go down. It might be 10 squabbles back there. Niggas lumped up. Niggas come right back to the front. Niggas smoke a Sherman blunt. It's like, yeah. oof. It's not, homie. So, how, I mean, for niggas that don't know how L.A. work, to be from Compton and sell dope in somebody else's hood right. speaks to the level of respect you garner from exactly. other niggas in the streets. Right. Exactly. So, to me, that's like a that's that's a king move right there. Right. How, how were you able to articulate yourself into that economy and sell weed without having problems. You can't be a greedy nigga, homie. You gotta spread the love where the love is at. So, you know, as love is given, you gotta give love back. You know me, I go, you know, grab, you know, two or three pounds here. Let me know what this is. I'm right. Here, you go out here, you go out here, you go out here. I, you know, I'm making so much money, homie, you can't just think you finna go to a nigga hood and don't, you know, yeah, it's still, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah, it's the barter system. Right. Hey. Look, try that uh, zip right there. Let me right. know what that is. That's, that's a fire. Right. Oh, yeah. You, know you good, my nigga? Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And nigga, oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. You know, you ain't finna go with nobody hood, and them niggas is right. niggas, yeah, homie. Ain't, love, no, yeah. ain't no question, homie. So, you know, so, you know, you got to be able to show love to get love. And so, with that being that, it, nigga don't go in that motherfucker with his big nut bandana on. Right. Man, please mm -hmm. don't. A nigga go in that motherfucker <laughs> humble and meek. Japanese housewife, nigga. over there like that. Yeah. I stayed in that era when that era was really like that era. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, that type of era. So when you over there moving, it's just a respect. Like yeah, nigga, I I know. Right, right. In your eyes, nigga, you wanted them. You good, my nigga? Right. Yeah, okay, for sure. I, okay, yeah. I got. Oh. You send an auntie, okay, cool, don't even trip, here. You Man. Little half, and you, know, you, you got to show love. Homie. You had a question for him? No, I was saying it, should, it just shows the, the level of business genius you young black men had at that. Right, because right. it's no different on Wall Street. Right. If another company is going to go and do right. business in another country yeah. or, or around other companies, you got to donate to their charities. Same shit. Exactly. You can't. One company can't go into another company's territory without yeah. donating millions exactly. and making everything yeah. happy yeah. on the block. So it goes to show. Even Jesus, when he pulled yeah. up, on yeah. Jesus was like, "Bring me them. Bring me that loaf. Yeah. Bring me these fish. Yeah. Hold on one second. Yeah. Yeah. Bless these niggas. Yeah. So for all of them, bless these niggas real quick. Oh, all no, you no, 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 yeah. no. So yeah. for all you young niggas that out there, who, for all yeah. you young niggas out there who trying to go legit. I, this just goes to show you that the same rules that apply on the street mm. apply in the in the in the business right. world too. So you already right. got the skills. So the minute you find it legit, you already got the skills to take over. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. In, definitely. In that time and in that span of time, I built relationships with a lot of dudes, man. And over the years, man, it's a lot of good dudes over there, man. And they've embraced me, and they, you know. Definitely fuck with me all the way into the music career. You know, I'd be standing out there with my 38 in my pocket freestyling. Yeah. And just freestyling and just, you know, cats out there like, damn, my nigga, you a whore, homie. Okay, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, nigga, you live right here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you want to jump on this song? Yeah, let's jump on it, man. Shit, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So, 
Did I you mean, ever run across Nip when you lived in the 60s? You know what? You know, the first time I ran across Nip, you know, you had introduced me to Nip. You know what I mean? But I had been living over there, and so when you came home, you know, his homies had told him, like, man, this nigga, you know, that nigga hard as fuck. You live over here on the block or whatever not. And so back in the gap, you know, a lot of his family and Big D and, you know, a lot of them youngsters over there, you know, you they big homie and shit. So definitely, you know, I ran into you multiple times. And so when he first introduced me to Nip, you know, Nip was young as a motherfucker. And so I'm like, damn, I ain't never seen you over here. And he was like, yeah, my nigga, I'm from 6 And I'm like, okay, for sure, homie. And, you know, the nigga was hard as a motherfucker, man. The nigga was hard back in the gap. So yeah. it wasn't something new, you know what I mean? But just to run into a level of talent on that level back then mm -hmm. and then on the level that I was on, I just, you know, formed a bond with him. And, you know, going over there, you know what I'm saying, fucking with him, you know what I'm saying, 1500 and nothing's house and just hearing some of the records and jumping on different records and so forth and pulling up with glasses. And, yeah. I mean, the relationship just got stronger and stronger because Nip was that kind of humble dude just... He was real, real humble, but at the same time knowledgeable, but at the same time he was a king, homie. Right. So to be able to be around that type of level of talent, you know what I mean, and to be around, you know, a spirit like that, you know, is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, man, you know. And so, you know, when I, I heard the news, I'll never forget, <clears throat> I had called home, I was in the pen, and my brother was like, he gone, black. Mm -hmm. The beginning of our phone call. This call is from a federal correction facility. Boom, boom, boom. As soon as he put, pressed the number, boom. Black, he gone. Man. That shit fucked me up, homie. That yeah. shit fucked me up. Yeah, man. <clears throat> R.I.P. Nip, man. Definitely, man. Man, okay. Uh, you gotta, yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. First lick you ever hit as a kid where you was like, the street shit might be for me. <laughs> oh man, I never get back when it was a little right there. I want to say, what is that? Uh, Alameda. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I see the nigga slipping on them D's and he had his shit just parked there. And it's like a little center was right there back in the gap. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I never forget. I threw it completely. Boom. Hit his window. Nigga, the window shattered. Nigga, wrapped his fan up. <laughs> and he jumped in that motherfucker, peeled the steering wheel back. You know, I got all the beat up out that motherfucker, the D's off that motherfucker, everything. So, you know, from there, me and my brother, we was hitting everything we seen smoking. We was like, oh, Lord, this all is popping. So, back then, on Tamron, we stayed on Tamron at that time. Mm -hmm. And back there is the Martin Luther King Little Transit Center. I don't know what it is now. Right. I've been gone for nine. But back then, you know, motherfuckers parked their car there. Nigga run right on up in that motherfucker. Snatches goods up, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, them was some of the first licks I started hitting, man. Man, that's crazy. So how do you think that shaped your mentality as a hustler? I mean, shit, man, you know, immediately that shit just took me into another level because I had to, you know, learn how to sell the beat, sell the rim, sell this, sell that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, nigga, I need a... Okay, cool, I got you. Mm -hmm. So back then, you know, i take the whole car down to Mulberry. You know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers don't know on the other side of Rosecrans, you know, there's a lot of P-Funks over there. I take the whole car, nigga, nigga, give a nigga a band, nigga, here, nigga, take this whole motherfucker and yep. just break the whole thing <laughs> down to the to the compound. So yeah. As a young nigga, you know, all of them niggas over there knew that, you know, I was going to go get some shit. I was going to go get one. I was going <laughs> to bring one back for the home team. Yeah, <laughs> man. Definitely. Man, that's that shit was happening a lot back then in the country, back too. Back in the gap, man, early 90s. Yeah. Come on, man. I peel your shit. Peel man. your shit. Man. Peel your shit. Nigga, that's when beat, nigga. You got beat in your car. You got a price on your head, homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear that motherfucker say that, man. Yeah, man. You better hit that ATT button before you hit that block, nigga. Man. 
motherfuckers niggas had alarms that talk to you. You are too close to the car. Man, yeah. <laughs> nigga, you are too close, nigga. Yeah, 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 that motherfucker talk to you. <laughs> you remember that you remember that Viper alarm? Yeah, that, yeah. that, that was the one, nigga. Yeah, that's the Viper. Car, Stand nigga. back. Yeah. I know a back, nigga that nigga. actually had the little snake come from a front of his shit. I wasn't the only nigga thought that came with the alarm system. I'm gonna ask you a I'm gonna ask you a LA hood question, right? That any nigga that grew up in any hood in LA and that's around I'm thirty nine, how old are you? I'm forty four. Okay, so we same era, you know what I'm saying? Any nigga that grew up in our era, I, they always respond to this question differently, but they know what I'm talking about. When did you find out Theo from the beat wasn't black? That shit was that shit shocked the world. That 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 shocked the world. You know, I never forget I was fucking with a little chick or whatever now. We riding this shit and a nigga jumped on me. Yeah, this is Theo. We got the slow shit. I was like, damn, man, that nigga's a real nigga. She was like, nigga, that nigga ain't no nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? She was like, nigga, that nigga Asian. Yeah. I was like, was like, no, you got me fucked up. Until then, you know, once I got a deal with yeah. shit and I yeah. met Theo, I'm like, nigga, what's happening? Theo yeah. Cole. Yeah. That's yeah. cool about that. Huh? That, y'all, that, that never came up in the nah. conversation? Nah. I mean, nah. shit. I mean, nigga, you Asian? Like, yeah, I'm Asian. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would ask, hey, man, what, what would you say? Like, what, what, no, nigga, what I'm not, the nigga was so cool. It yeah. was just like, nigga, this nigga cool so. as a motherfucker. Like, I'm not finna ask this nigga no shit like that. I don't lie. I don't lie. The nigga was so cool, homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I meet him and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, Little kid, nigga, mama was listening to right. Theo. Yeah. Right. I didn't trust DJ Quick for years after that. Because, you know, because he was always up there, 92.3. You know what I'm saying? He never told us, nigga. And I went to Summer Jam, and that's when I found out. I was at the Summer nigga, Jam. I'll never forget, nigga, I was riding with a chick in the car, nigga. The nigga jumped on there. I was like, damn. Nigga, we cruising and shit. Oh, cause on, man. Nigga, I met the nigga. I was like, damn. Yeah. What's up, Theo? <laughs> <laughs> Theo, man. He, yeah, shout out to Theo. Shout out to Theo, man. So do you think the the message in our music is contributing to a lot of the uh, demise within our community? Do you think, like, niggas need to be more responsible with what they rap about? I mean, ultimately, man, you know, it's going to be two viewpoints on that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because... When you look at the movie industry, homie, the movie industry could portray, you know, this killer like the transporter. This nigga got two nines on him with a suit on, and he jumping on, he moving everything around and knocking shit down everywhere. Right. And nigga, he knocking everything oh, down, nigga. Down. Wait, wait, let me, let me. <clears throat> so he knocking shit down. Right. He's a motherfucking hero. Right. right. But you know, I get on the song, and I'm talking about this shit walking the yard, nigga, with a makeshift. Damn, this nigga. Nigga really talking about some fucked up shit, man. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Right. So 
I mean, you know, it's two sides of the coin there. At the end of the day, hopefully you could see the difference in it. When I speak about things, I speak about things that happened in my life. Right. I speak about things that happened in people's lives that was close to me. Right. And so I'm only speaking my life. But this ain't this don't have to be your life. This was the life that, you know, that right. I live. You know what I mean? Right. There's fortunate situations and unfortunate situations to that. So with that being that, you know, it goes back to a person. If this is all day long, he riding around listening to motherfucking little Dirk and little baby and okay, okay, that's cool. Right. But there also has to be a point where you sit down and you educate yourself right. mm -hmm. about who you are, where you came from, right. who your people is. Get an open mind to things. So when you become closed off and just think, nigga, I'm finna pour some lean in the cup, right. need some perky and smoke some weed all the day, nigga, the world is bigger than that. Yeah. It's bigger than that. And we living in an age that don't exist the age that you and I came from, right, right. especially here on the West Coast. Right. You know what I mean? Back then, it was it was some real shit going on out there. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? It was real shit. It was, nigga, every corner you turn, nigga, you run around that motherfucking nigga wiping his forehead. Oh, I hope these niggas ain't out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, yeah. nigga walking fast and shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Niggas like, nigga, hey, homie. You, so it, it yeah. wasn't like it is now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This gentrified shit. When I came on, man, mm -hmm. I seen motherfuckers over on Western, white people walking dogs and shit. Right, man. right. Just with booty shorts on, walking, yeah, walking a little dog. Man. So what, you been gone nine years? I've been gone. Oh, we're going to get into it. Okay. Yeah, so. definitely. So, again, you know, at the same time, you know, it, it's two sides of the coin there. You know, so in that being that, that's like if you went and read a book. Right. And you read a book, you know, about an author, and this author had went through this and this and this. Would you say that he's contributing to the negativity of everything that's going on? Right. He's no, writing I a book about his life. Right, right. The same with a director. If the transporter jumped out the whip, out the Audi, two burners on him, woo woo, okay, you're going to say, oh, this is entertainment. You're sitting there looking at the shit. Oh wow, nigga, the entertainer, right. real motherfucker. That nigga yeah. jumped out, made the car do two U-turns, jumped out, hit that yeah. nigga twice. Ooh, 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 we. This, this nigga the reason traffic back. Yeah, nigga, right after that. Yeah, yeah, this nigga the reason traffic back. Though. You know, go in the kitchen, warm up the chicken. Like, damn, sit there, drink some Kool-Aid and shit. Like, damn, this nigga, man. That's the reason why I was part of this real motherfucker. That's funny to me because I was in the sandbox. I need to make a shirt, my nigga. I need to make a shirt that says sandbox. Fuck it. That'd be dope. Yeah. But that's kind of funny because I always looked at music and being a director at the same as the same way. Because I'm like, damn, they can look at this artist for creating his own movie in the music, but then won't look at John Singleton and, oh, he a bad motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he do boys in the hood, and he showed a life. He got, you know, Cube jumping out of the low ride with the curl swinging and whoop, whoop, whoop. And, you know what I'm saying? And we look at John Singleton yeah. like, damn, he really painted this vivid <laughs> portrait right. of Afro African-American, you know, culture. And Ricky still got shot. Nigga, Ricky still got shot, though. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, niggas is still. So, you know, but we look at him like yeah. with, a, with a level of esteem. Compared to, you know, we hear Tupac's music and we like, damn. Hell, that nigga. Look at Martin Scorsese. He yeah. say nigga more than any goddamn number. So they was Tarantino. Right. He yeah, say yeah. nigga more than any rapper in this movie. But he can't because his mom used to fuck niggas. So he had to put up with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's cool. He had to hear, look, nigga, get back in the room. Django, but uh, we can't criticize one without criticizing the other. Yeah. I agree. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, man. So, I mean... Favorite bass head you ever sold crack to? <laughs> oh, man, my nigga Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga Sunshine, 
That nigga, man, I'm telling you, man, that nigga clean all your motherfucking cars. The energy that this nigga had, man. The energy that this nigga had, I mean... Nigga, I break. Nigga, I get this nigga all the crumbs at the bottom of the bubble tape thing here, and he just pour it in his hand. And nigga was like, nigga, and nigga pull up, get him a big ice cream scoop, boom. My nigga wipe his forehead. My nigga pull out the rags. I don't know where he find the equipment. Like, where did you find the equipment? Like, yeah. this nigga just washing everything coming up and down the block. Homie just washing. You was cooking your own dope, or you you had? You know, I had the homie. Homie, he had the secret recipe. Yeah, man. You know, the, you know, I know how to cook. You know, but it's a niggas be proud. Anybody ever sold dope? Niggas be proud as a motherfucker. Man, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But some niggas just don't admit, nigga. Your shit, nigga. If your shit crumbling, nigga. Man, your shit dark, this shit ain't dark, sticking, nigga. Yeah, yeah. So it's just certain niggas that just, you know, this nigga had a jerry curl, nigga. This nigga walk around, nigga. Yeah, this nigga had a jerry curl, nigga, in the mid-90s. Mid-90s, nigga. So, nigga, you know, the jerry curl shit kind of broke off at 91. It's definitely. 97 yeah, yeah. with the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. My, nigga, my nigga, nobody, he didn't get the memo. Right, so, right. So, I mean. His name was Sunshine. I, that, ain't, that ain't his name. That's the smoke. Yeah, that's smoking. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. You know. Nigga that got his life together. Yeah. Hold on, man. Don't mind me. You know these white people going to look into my background. My nigga had that work, homie. That shit that just. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, take him a nine pack, man. Give him one. Homie, he bring it back, homie. The shit just be so motherfucking hard. The smoker's still sitting there like this, man. Mm, right. Working his piss like, like oh, God geez. damn, yeah, man. Yeah, got yeah. some bombs. So I just knew that, you know, I went in the kitchen a few times and the shit just, you know, it lock up and shit, but it wasn't the same. I don't know what he did. I, don't, yeah. I, I still don't know to this day, but that nigga was the best cook ever. And he was putting hot sauce in this hey, shit. Man, that nigga, <laughs> that nigga, man, what? That nigga had the secret recipe. Let me say something real quick, man. We got 1.5 in the chat, man. We got 400 likes. Come on, oh, bro. Oh, that's crazy. Get that shit up, hey, yeah, man. Hey, y'all yeah, we talking some real shit here. Y'all need to get them likes up, man. Yeah, Support but, the channel. Yeah, yeah, man. We have a legendary rapper, Gorilla Black, in here. Let it's everybody know that. Share the shit and put his name in the motherfucking yeah. title because it's going to be a whole bunch of people like, oh, shit. Yeah, so share them on your social media right now, please. Thank you. Yeah, definitely man. Right. Make sure y'all do that, man. Stop playing. They're gonna police. Let's give them a Look, they ready. second to go by. <laughs> oh Lord. You know. Fuzzy. Oh, something cracking sound like they stopped right in front of the mother. Yeah, right, 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 right there. Shit. Oh, yeah. Make sure you lock that door, nigga. That Hell yeah. yeah. They they yeah, arrest that they arrest that nigga show for being musty. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm ready. I'm just fucking with you. Please, look at me. Fresh to death, too. They're about to arrest you from stealing that jacket from Marshalls, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> my shit, I made it. They finna, hey, we finna kick your ass off the show for trying to take B12 position, nigga. To, I looked at that show, man. Hold on, nigga. nigga. My nigga B12. <laughs> we found that shit in the back, nigga. I knew. This kind of fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Burlington special. I like I like yeah. that alliteration. <laughs> that was funny, that motherfucker, man. Nah, we go Okay, so favorite bass head, we gonna call him Sunshine. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, um, difference between crack and powder. You know, powder gave you a wonderful feeling. Right. You know, uh, at first, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that boy. I gotta be honest, homie. You know, I dabbled, homie. So, okay, for sure. Uh, with that being said, you know, you know, crack is crack, homie. You know, right, right, right. You know, back in the gap, homie, yeah. like, look, you don't smoke this shit. Yeah, you fuck bitches on this, you fuck your life up. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a fact, though. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, I'm from Compton, homie, so, 
it is what it is. You know, we smoke sherm, homie, so we smoke water. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we start smoking water, 14, 15 years old, we smoke sherm blunt like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm just shooting dice. Mm -hmm. You know, but I'll never forget, you know, my Mexican partners, you know, one day I'm back there drinking Hornitos with them. Right. True shit. I ain't finna sit there and put nothing extra on it. I ain't finna tell you no lie. Right. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't get back. You know, you yeah, I'm yeah, sitting, yeah. The nigga had a church pew in front of the garage door. So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, you know, <laughs> trying to get my bearings together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you talking about Sharon Blunt right no, now? No, 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 not no Sharon Blunt. No. I'm drinking liquor with him. Right. But I'm I'm tripping because, you know, their mom's in the back. She cooking. Right. You know what I mean? Mom's cooking. They bouncing around this motherfucker, but they steadily pouring shots. Right. Uh. So I'm waiting. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck is up? I'm like, how in the fuck everybody drinking all this shit? And I'm the only one fucked up. Nigga, right, right. lace me or something? <laughs> is I'm laced or something? So I'm sitting here. You know, back in the gap, we go on north. We smoke some chronic. Right. Mm. I smoke some chronic and shit. Um, Pass to my nigga Hoovy. I'm like, God damn, my nigga. He like, nigga, you all right? I'm like, shit, god damn, nigga. He like, you all right? I'm like, man, I can't even get the fuck up, huh? <laughs> 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 he like, so the, the Mexicans laughing at me because I'm sitting right here. Yeah. And so he reaching his pocket. You know, this is my partner. You know, we hustling and shit. And motherfucker come back with a knuckle, a big bump on the knuckle. So I take my shit off safety. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Huh? Man. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck wrong with you? And he was like, man, just come back. I'm like, come back? Nigga, I'm already here. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> right. Like, nigga, come back. You know what I'm saying? I hit that motherfucking man of Mexican music, speed it up. Speed up <laughs> I still clean up. Like, God damn. Yeah. Like, the light came on in that motherfucker. So... Yeah, homie. So yeah. I, after that day, I was like, nigga, this is a wonderful drug right here. Man. You know what I mean? So back then, everybody was smoking sherm. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. go dip in my bag. <laughs> huh, you know. And get, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. i get my mind right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers pull up on me like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you ain't fuck with this, are you? Man. Hey. 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 Ice cream. Do you put a little ice cream on your knuckle? Put some ice cream on your knuckle real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Put some ice cream on your knuckle real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, you know this shit was fucked up, man. You know yeah. it's niggas that I fucked with or whatever, not and you know <laughs> motherfuckers came to rob a nigga, homie. And so it just went in a bad, bad situation, homie. Bad night, you know what I'm saying? Just motherfucker pull up. I just finished chopping up some work or whatever, not. I sacked up some weed and shit. The motherfucker pulled me in the front like, oh yeah, nigga, you got some weed. Woo, woo, woo. They say, you know, niggas got to draw on me. Mm. Now, this night, I'm lit. Right. So I've been, I've been. Going to work. I've been, I'm tooting. I'm tooting like a motherfucker. So, you know, cocaine, again, is a wonderful drug, right. but it can be a bad, you know, <laughs> chemical to use, you right, know, right, right. to base decisions off of. Mm -hmm. You know, I see these, I know they shermed out. I'm coked the fuck up. Mm. So my dumb ass. I'm thinking these niggas got the draw on me. Right. I got my burner on me. I know, nigga, this ain't finna be a Billy the Kid. I ain't finna get to this burner, nigga. So right, right, nigga, right. burner is out, out of the question. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my mind, it plays out a scenario, nigga, I can get the gun from him. Right. <laughs> Some Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I can get the gun from this nigga. It's not gonna It's not gonna happen like that. No, nigga, this, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this is before Jackie yeah. Chan, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga hit him with the three, th yeah, three stooges throw out. I'm thinking, nigga, 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 I
Because, you know, I'm looking in this nigga eyes. I mean, I already know. Nigga asking me still for the money. Nigga, I done gave you the weed. I done gave you the work. Nigga, what the fuck else you want? I'm not finna. Nigga keep asking something. Nigga, I already know it's inevitable. Nigga, you finna pop me, right. nigga. Now you trying to. You hyping yourself up to pop me. Nigga. Right. Yeah, yeah. You hyping yourself to pop me. Give it up. At this Give it point, up. I'm like, you know what? This nigga's finna pop you. Nigga, you need to. Nigga, instead of it being a dome shot, at least nigga try to get some wind beneath your feet. Mm-hmm. So, nigga, the. First thought, nigga, I'm finna try to take the burner from him. Nigga, as soon as I touched that motherfucker, man, that motherfucker went off, nigga, that motherfucker blew, blew this hand off, blew this finger off, nigga, shot me the fuck up. So, I mean, mm. yeah, man. So, do you think that, um, in that situation, like, let's, do you, I know you said that you don't, you don't think you make the, uh, the right decision, but maybe you might not be here if you don't grab that gun. Exactly, Mondo, that part. Cause as soon as I grab it, nigga, pull the trigger, that give me enough time, nigga. You know, I'm a big nigga, but nigga, you'd have thought, nigga, you'd have thought, nigga, I broke a speed record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right so, nigga, still pop my big ass up, nigga. I'm a big target, still moving, nigga. Pop, pop, get your ass over here. Right. Bring your ass here, nigga. <laughs> Bring your big ass here. Yeah. Nigga was popping my ass up, nigga, but nigga, nevertheless, nigga, they was flesh wounds, nigga. I had yeah. security, nigga, right. padding, nigga. Yeah. 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 I had extra padding, nigga. Yeah, yeah that's for it. Like, if it was like, you know what I'm saying, the death, they came up like, yo, my bad, man, I fucked up. Like, no, nigga, it wasn't none of that. Nigga, nigga wasn't saying my, my bad, nigga. Nigga had deadly intentions, nigga. Yeah. Nigga wasn't no my nigga bad. That nigga said my bad. Nigga, hold on, hold on, hold on. DJ Show. That nigga's a nigga word, actually. Come on, buddy. Ain't no my bad when you get shot. Ain't no my bad, nigga. This nigga, like, nigga, I'm finna peel your shit. Did he send you flowers in hospital? Tell you, sorry. Ain't no apology poppers out there. There's no apology pop. Pop and get off. Apology pop, nigga. Ain't no apology popper going up. But but here's something that a lot of niggas don't really know. Well, us, we know it because of how we grew up. A lot of times, you know the motherfucker that shoots you. Facts. You knew the nigga that shot you. I know the motherfucker who shot me. Man. Definitely. And... So, how does that change what happens after? Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot of times, you know, niggas get shot over shit and then they can look back like, I kind of broke the rules on that. I kind of fucked up. Right, right. You right, know what right. I'm saying? I don't know if this is in relation to you selling, you know, selling in somebody else's hood or whatever, yeah, however that right, played right, out. Right, right, but right. It, it, when you look back at it, is it something, do you feel like you were out of bounds or he was out of bounds in that situation? We both was. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. with that being said, <coughs> I paid the consequences and so did he. So, right, it definitely. Is what it is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Nah, I totally understand. Man, ain't nothing worse than being. Yeah. This is going to sound weird, right? But it's almost comforting when you know who's shooting at you. Man. No, nigga, that's not comforting. But what I'm going to tell you, in comparison, <laughs> in comparison, <laughs> no, nigga, that's not, in comparison no, to not knowing. No, no, nigga, I, nigga, nigga, when you look a nigga in the face, nigga, every day, nigga, hey, yeah. buddy, hey, what's good? You're, not you're gonna shoot me. What the fuck you mean, coffee? That same friendly face. I love that shit, yeah, boy. Nigga, I can't, how I'm gonna become, nigga, like, yeah. you? Yeah. Nigga, fuck all that, nigga. Nigga, well, ain't shit comforting. No, nah, this is how I mean it, right? This is how I mean it. <laughs> I done been in a situation where a motherfucker tried to kill me, shot at me, and I don't even know who it was. Mm-hmm. So to know that that's possible, and like in my in my mind when it happened to me, I'm like, okay, this motherfucker trying to kill me or whatever, and I ain't done right, shit wrong. Right. They know who I am. 
but I don't know who they are. Yeah. So I ain't got no get back. Right. This motherfucker could come back two weeks later and be hooping with me at the park or you feel what I'm saying? Right. So so the level of uncomfortableness is triple in that situation as opposed to a situation where you know who, who to go get. Because right. at least you know, okay, I can kind of see where it's coming. Right. I can lay low, you know what I'm saying? And I can do what I got to do as a street nigga. Okay. Exactly. And so that's, that. that's what I'm comparing okay. it to. Right. What's the yeah. yeah, I mean, shit. At the moment, nigga, there's nothing comforting yeah. about yeah. I, 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 I I'll be scared that knowing nigga somebody lured, the, the nigga lured me in. Nigga. Right, 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 right. I'll be like, who else? Is? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. you on the same energy, nigga. Mm. And then the energy switch, nigga. Exactly. Like, nigga nigga the brought you a birthday card and everything. Man, you made it, my nigga. You made it. And but let me. I'd rather it have been a nigga I don't, you know, right. figure it out down the line than right. nigga, this nigga. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come on, homie. That's a fucked up feeling. Like, yeah, damn, yeah. so how many other niggas that I know uh, that who? I know who's... Who set me up with they, this nigga? Is he working? Who's for the nigga around? Right, right. Who else is in on this shit? Right. Like, nigga? Man. So, Rico, play the on your psyche as a man, selling dope or using cocaine? You know, selling dope on the psyche because due to the fact that it's two sides of the coin, you're able to see the destruction that's caused by the shit, the after effects of it, you know what I mean? And, you know, using cocaine, and but hustling, you know, hustling, you know, if niggas gave the same energy that we gave to hustling the block to creating businesses, creating products, to Man. understanding how Facebook ads work, to understand, you know, all of the different shit right. that, you know, if we just took another path, right? you know what I mean? So that same mentality of me hustling on Orlando from back in the gap is right. the same mentality that I take to my hair care company, the same mentality that I take to the music industry, the same mentality that I take to any business venture that I'm in. And so that hustle mentality... I look at it from a hustler's mind state, and I think any entrepreneur that's, you know, especially from our culture, you know, when you look at a lot of the dudes that, whether it be the Jay-Z's, a lot of them, they enter with that hustler mentality. Right. You know what I mean? They enter with that, it's a different type of instinct that right. they have. No matter how far along they educated on, you know, the actual endeavor that they finna enter into, right. they still have that hustler's instinct. Right. That, you know, I'm not gonna quit. I'm gonna keep right. grinding whether or not it's rain, sleet, snow. I'm out here on the block, nigga. Right. I'm still moving this, you know what I'm saying, the same way as in One the Hey, show, eat that fly. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! No, 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 I know. My nigga came Yo. in here with a Jesus reef on his shirt. Uh, oh, no, man, you been. Really? I don't mean to cut you off, man. I think, uh. I don't know, man. It's rare. Like, when I got into entertainment, I noticed that it wasn't a lot of niggas like me in entertainment. And on the outside looking in, you always hear artists talk about real niggas or just people that are real as opposed to fake. And when you get into the industry, it's it's I must use the word comfort. It's comfort it's comfort for me as a nigga who comes where I who comes from where I come from to see niggas like you that have made it happen. Right, because right. you I would think that niggas who grew up like me, 
you know what I'm saying? I just it just it, you know what I'm saying? It just don't seem like it would be something that we would, we would be able to handle because as kids, we talk to smash. Yeah, right. right, right. Exactly. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, you get down where you mad at. Exactly. Exactly. The nigga disrespect you. Nigga was happening. Was happening. Why doesn't that work in this industry? You got to understand something, man, that People play mental games on different levels, homie. And so when you come into the industry on that type of level, you know, you got to understand you ain't just dealing with your kind no more. Mm. You know, you ain't just dealing with people who came from the same environment as you. Mm. You're dealing with people who are elevated in different positions that are getting salaries, nigga, to market your shit. So you can't approach it with that same, nigga, I'll beat your ass. Nigga, I'll put one on your chin. Yeah. No, you can't approach it like that. You got to be able to use soothing words. Hey, you know what? Maybe we disagreed right here. And maybe we need to figure out some type of solution. A problem is only a problem without a solution. Right, right. So let's go through all of the things in which. Let's go through all of the things that are problematic. Let's look at all of the pros. Let's look at all of the cons. You know, because. They come from a different environment right. than we do. Nonetheless, they still hungry. They still they money is just as green as mine is in my pocket. I just know that with if I came with the approach that I came from with them, like, you know, when I used to go into the offices up at Virgin, <clears throat> you know, again, you know, there's people that are homosexual. So that's not a prevalent that wasn't a prevalent thing back then. Not at all. So the mentality, I know I can't bring little T-bone or right. big T-bone because right. the homie might put one on his chin. Right, 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 right. No, real spit. I'm just, let, let, no, 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 no. We, Straight we, out. We, we, yeah. we keeping it G, though. Yeah. We keeping it G. 100, We keeping right. it G. You can't take everybody there. You can't. But I'm, I'm looking past that. This motherfucker has so many skills and so many talents and so many connects to bring to the table to get me to where the fuck I got to go. Right. So I look past that nigga. As long as you don't touch me, we good. Right. You know, I this my persuasion. That's right. your persuasion. That's cool. This right. is the business. Well, take it business. Nigga. I think one sign of being genius or smart is that you're able to separate you from your ideas. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. What I create is no longer a part of me. It belongs to the world now. So, exactly. you know, music, if you create music, once you get that out of you and it's on a record and you start to conduct business around that music, that's a, an extension of you. Exactly. But that's not you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, no, I, I dig that, bro. So, um, your definition of a buster. You know what, man? It's just not a stand-up nigga. You know, yeah. you're not a stand-up nigga. No matter what, homie, it is what it is. Wherever you at, you know, in prison, period. You know, nigga gonna lose some, nigga's gonna win some, nigga. But at the end of the day, nigga, we finna get down, yeah, period. Yeah. Gotcha. Nigga, whether you beat my ass, nigga, that's cool. Nigga, I, as long as you ain't stabbed me up, nigga, we can run that back tomorrow. Right, right. right. Nigga, you might whip my ass then, but you know what, nigga? You gonna, nigga, that nigga finna get down. He finna get down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna lay on the floor and do all that old screaming weird ass shit and the niggas be, oh, wait, wait, oh. no, nigga, no, nigga, <laughs> nigga, you gonna beat my ass, nigga, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. beat yours, nigga, that's just what it is, right. nigga, it's no in between that, right. nigga, after my ass whooping, nigga, I'm gonna open up a bag of Doritos, damn, I'm hit me with that left, didn't you? Man. Yeah, that nigga kind of fucked you up there, my nigga, man. nigga, he dazed your ass, man. like, yeah, damn, my nigga, shit, my nigga, what's on TV? Oh, shit, nigga, Snowfall, cool, right. let's watch Snowfall, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, because at the end of the day, nigga i'm gonna get down behind that right. period point blank and right. it's just what it is like and you know you're gonna win and you're gonna lose you're gonna find a nigga that's 
Nigga like that. Really? really? That nigga really like that. Like, yeah. God damn, that nigga hit hard. Like, Man. In life, <laughs> like, you gonna find, you gonna find that shit. You gonna find yeah. what, nigga, whatever you looking for, you gonna find it. Man. So, you gonna either, you know, no, ain't, at that point, when it get to a point where a nigga throwing them shoes and like, nigga, meet me, nigga, it is what it is. Nigga, yeah. shit, nigga. Oh, we headed back here. Let's Man. go. Right. Let's run it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Wherever you at and whatever you doing in all situations, anything you got to be a man first, bro. Whether there we go. A preacher, a pastor, a doctor, a lawyer. You got to be a man first. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and in that, if you wrong, you wrong. If right. you right, you right. right. It's okay to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That gives you the opportunity to learn what's right. Right. You know, hey homie. You know, and steel only sharpen steel. Right. But at the end of the day, you got to be a man before it all. So whatever it is, whether you wrong or right at that time, nigga, we gonna do what we gonna do, and then right. after the fact, nigga, the lesson can be taught. Do you think the game started dissing you because he thought you was a crip? You know what, man? It, it's it's that whole situation with him didn't start behind that you know right. what i mean and it, my affiliations and the people that i fuck with that wasn't what it was about it was on a deeper deeper level right and he and i we both know the real truth behind that right period okay and Definitely. at the end of the day the nigga made legendary music here for the west coast and the nigga is a talented ass nigga the other shit is some personal shit right and that's what led to that and he and i we know that right. but at the end of the day you can't knock what the nigga done done. Yeah. Now, hip-hop thrives off of beef. beef. Right. But he and I, we know the truth. And even whenever I went on records and dissed him, I was in an irrational, emotional space. Right. Talk about it. So it's a difference when I snap on a record or he snap on a record because we not being rational about the shit. Right. When we two... Niggas from the same city, we could have easy, easily sat down and just, hey, man, this is this. Hey, homie, check this out. This this ain't what you do, and this ain't how you do. Hey, homie, this ain't what you do, and this right. ain't how you do. Period, point there, and then it, it, it wherever it lead to from there. But when we take things that we love, we both love music. He loves music. I love music. And we use it as a weapon. We weaponize that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's people all around that's outside of the circle. You know, that's like... He your man, and you fuck with him. Right. But you got a beef with me. He don't know about the beef, but nigga, nigga like, nigga, fuck black. Right. And nigga, he, his man, nigga, fuck black too. And nigga, he, his man, and his man, and he your man, nigga, yeah. fuck black too. Yeah. Right. Nigga, right. And, and, and nigga, they don't got to know shit. Right. Nigga, yeah. only by what you, so, but, so yeah. now you got all of these other people involved. And so at the end of the day, you know, we both have made a mark here on the coast, man. We was the precursors to everything that came out. You Definitely. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now y'all, you was pre three sixty deal. No, no, no. Oh, that no, I wasn't no three sixty. <laughs> that was some slave trade shit. Man, he was. He was. He was. Pre three sixty. Y'all was part of the 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 the, um, the people who came in and ushered like niggas getting those big deals on the west again. You know what oh, I'm saying? Did you get your deal before glasses? Yeah, I did my yeah. deal before okay. glasses, man. And definitely, you know. Whenever I got a deal, the beautiful thing was is that I had some talented lawyers that was able to sit down and decipher shit with me. I'm I'm the curious-minded ass nigga. I'm the nigga that's just every day camping out in the office. Hey, how you doing? My name is Karen. What's, you're you're gorilla black, yeah, Karen. So what do you do? Oh, I do this and do this. Can we schedule a meeting and you and I sit down? I'm the. I want to know what it is that you've done. 
how do you do what you do and how will it affect my project? So I was just that type of dude that wanted to figure out everything and the ins and outs of everything and to know, you know, who was working my project and how they was working my project and some of the previous projects that they had worked in the past. And so me, I had a talented lawyer named Mark Kavinsky at the time, and he would spend hours on the phone divulging to me all of the ins and outs of my actual contract. And he was able to explain everything to me like, you don't want to get a publishing deal. You want to get an admin deal. And if you need the money, why don't you just take an advance against it? And then once they recoup, you take back your 85% and just give them a 15% admin part of it. Right. These are the points in which you're going to be. If you want to leave your your deal, I'm going to negotiate a situation where you can opt out of your contract and we'll get, they'll give you a, a certain amount of money. And we're going to see how serious they really are. These are the deals that we were doing back then. Right. And, you know, me being able to sit down and explain a lot of different things and then them dudes going into meetings and coming back to me and telling me things. So it was a learn-on-learn situation. I learned a lot from when Glasses was negotiating deals, and then he learned a lot from me. So we was able to divulge that information. Damn, nigga, what's that? What is that? Motherfucker jumped out of the... What the fuck is that? That nigga show food. Show got his food. Hey, shout out Daryl Young. Good looking for the 50, fam. Yeah, man. Much respect. And share the video, please. Like and share. Like and share. Y'all can hear, man. So we about to go into some real music talk, and there's a lot of music listeners out there. So please share, please like, and open your ears, goddammit. Man, man, for real. Yeah, my fault, bro. That's just. Nah, you, <laughs> like a you reacted like a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, yeah, hold on, nigga. I know I've been cleaning up in this motherfucker. There you go. He on me right now. He on me right now. You ever been in the house, nigga? The roach just walked out like, and niggas just keep talking to you like, yeah, my nigga. My nigga, stop it, nigga. Nigga, stop it, nigga. You see that motherfucker, nigga. Go get that. If you don't knock it off, nigga, you see that. Or you know, you been in the bitch house and you over there in the bitch house back in the cafe, you know, like, damn, motherfucker just slide by. And you, yeah, but anyway. Stop. We're not gonna do this. There's a roach over here. I need to hold you accountable right now. Yeah, we're not gonna just add it. Show got roaches in his shirt pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, hey, I bet your jersey's not a Mitchell and Ness, nigga. Uh, Cheap uh, ass jersey. Yeah. Hold on, so you're not going my drink, nigga. This nigga bombing like a bug. Go ahead, continue, bro. What was he saying? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That nigga Craig Sir got magic in it, nigga. Oh, that, that was funny. That was funny, by the way. Not to look at it. Oh, oh my god. Oh, Show that on the shirt he made from a shower curtain. Oh, okay. Damn. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get into it. Let's make a wish. So what's more? <laughs> so you get so you get into the game. Uh, I forget the dude's name. <laughs> I think the last wish be on Craig Facts. Last right. week of my life, I just want to. I, uh, <laughs> when show girl cook for him, uh, when show girl cook for him, she put his plate on the floor after she. I think I thought that shit at the wall like uh, like Shug Avery. Nigga. Why? 
bitch, this shit nasty. She was all right. This shit all right. It's all good, man. Um, what's more important? More important to you, man? Uh, loyalty or royalty? Loyalty. Mm. So how do you? How do you? Loyalty, how, homie. Motherfucker, anybody can tell you that they love you. But loyalty means everything. Loyalty come before love, and then love come before trust. Right. You can't have one without the other. But first is loyalty. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying, motherfucker? Oh, I love you. No, nigga, love is a motherfucking action. It is yeah. not a word, my nigga. Right, right, right. Where did you come with that shit from? I am loyal. No, nigga, loyalty is right. an action, nigga. Right, right. It is not a motherfucking word, bro. Right. Period, point blank. Did you find any loyalty in the music business? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. At the end of the day, that's the last place to find loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, nigga? You're better off, nigga, picking up a bitch, nigga. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the best. Yeah, because, you know, but at, over, the, over the span of time, man, there were certain individuals that, you know, I came to love and, you know, I definitely got a lot of love for, you know, Pete Farmer definitely when he first seen me and discovered me and, you know, at that time, nigga, I was doing security and shit. And so I was going to all of these different record companies and they was talking these numbers or whatever or not. But the reason why I really love Pete is because Pete gave me the opportunity that a lot of niggas I don't think I would have never got. Well, question: Were you armed security, or you was just? Oh, nigga, I just had the motherfucking little little pepper spray. Yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. You fucking up the club and yeah, something yeah. go down. <laughs> what was you? What was you at, nigga? What was you working at? Everybody, I was nigga. a target. I'm gonna keep it real, nigga. I was I'm at, at Samantha. Nigga, 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 for the hundred dollars. Look at Samantha. Nigga, yeah. nigga was asset protection. <laughs> <laughs> they found a fancy ass word for it. This shit, nigga, you're asset protection. Right, right, right. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, white man figure out a, a so dog food word. is an asset. You can't <laughs> sell it. <laughs> <laughs> it like, so they don't care about you. Put your bag hole in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, man, you know, shit. I mean, when you look at the shit and look back at it, you know, Pete was one of them individuals, bro. That you know, he took a chance on me, and in it, I had other opportunities, but he was the one who really just. I felt that his energy was there, you know, to really propel and get me to where I needed to go. And so his devotion alone, you know, definitely I would call loyalty, you know, because, you know, when the record company felt one way and they wanted to go in this direction, Pete stood up in them, you know, offices and he stood up in them boardrooms. So, you know, shout out to my nigga Pete Farmer, definitely. What about um, Jimmy? Who? Jimmy. Jimmy Hinchman, man, definitely. You know, with Jimmy, definitely, man, Jimmy, man, Jimmy is a businessman, bro. Period, point blank. And mm. when you when I look back at Jimmy, man, Jimmy definitely, man, the love for Jimmy is because when budget shit ran low and the money wasn't there, Jimmy would go inside of the offices and nigga, that nigga, man, put on his campaign suit, nigga, and got that bag, nigga. And so definitely, man, Jimmy was a stand-up dude, bro, anywhere he went. He understood the two hats that he wore. He understood that in here, nigga, I'm business. And whenever I go in here, I'm going to handle your business accordingly. Right. And when he was in the streets, he handled his shit in the streets accordingly. Mm. So definitely, you know, to have him, you know, a part of my team at the time, man, I think that if I had other management in which that I had an eye out on, they wouldn't have been able to get the label to move the way that needed 
you know, at that time, and especially with shows and with a lot of other shit. So Jimmy definitely was instrumental, man, with that whole project at the time and getting me to where I needed to go. Period. I think that his, um, his straight acumen is why what made it why he was so nice in the um, in the business world. But you know, Jimmy had been in the business world for quite some time, so a lot of people don't understand. You know, Jimmy is well educated, bro. So. For him to be able to sit in a room with a bunch of executives and be able to go through all of the different ins and outs of a contract and all of the things that would be needed for artists at that time, bro. I mean, not a lot of people have that education and understanding of the music industry like like Jimmy had. So. He's an East Coast guy, right? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, definitely a smart dude, man. Very controversial guy. Um, you had a question, Show? So, like, for you, what has changed, like, uh, in the last... Since you've been in the industry, what's changed? What uh, changed from then to now? Like for you? I mean, I mean, me coming back to the music industry, you know, almost a decade later, man, and really just back out here, everything has changed. So even though I've been around, you know, everything that I knew at that time, you know, this whole industry has been disrupted. Right. You know, I came from the days of actual physical sales right. people lined up right to buy your project and so yeah. from that time of you know me selling half a million copies solid you know cds right. vinyls all of that good yeah. shit so now we are in an age of where for nine dollars nigga you can get the library of music of right. The world. right 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 so right right for nine bucks nigga <clears throat> you can literally have sam cook you could have Far side, you could have right. all of these great albums for nine dollars. So, Crazy. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> it changed dramatically. What would you What would you say is uh, some of the uh, pros about it? Like some of the good things about the, uh, you know, the music changing. I mean, as far as the industry. I think, man, one of the beautiful things about it is is just the independency of a lot of artists now, man, and just the savviness and them be able to not be in the grips of a label. When you look right. at a lot of artists, man. They figured out how to get their social media popping. They figured out how to go, you know, get their streams, figure out how to get their TikTok cracking it. All of these different things and to be able to monetize all of that and keep all of the money and say, fuck a label, period, right. point blank. And so seeing that independency and seeing that level of understanding and savviness is definitely something that I'm proud of because right. I've seen the industry going in that direction. So you got to look at, the days of No Limit when P was selling albums out the trunk and Boosie was selling albums out the trunk and all of these independent artists from elevating that to where it was just a heavily laden industry, you know, where labels was everywhere and to where now the independency is back in the artist's hands again. Right. Yeah. The music, the control of it, how, you know, they perpetuated how they put their music out and on all of the platforms and being able to reap the benefits of their hard work, I think is something, man, just explosive and it's, it's, it's phenomenal because that didn't exist in my time you know right, so right. to be able to see it on a level in which a lot of these young dudes you know the education and being able to have the the, the, the knowledge and the insight to be able to yeah, do that yeah. shit is, man. is definitely man who was the first person to take a chance on you in the industry like who took you from the security guard to the rap star Pete Farmer Pete Farmer, okay. Pete Farmer, without Pete Farmer, man, you know, Pete Farmer was the first dude, man, put that bag in my pocket. Like, you know, you, you work in security, my nigga, so I'm finna nigga get you a bag. <clears throat> I need you to be patient with me, but I'm finna get you a bag. The bag is not the question. How you meet Pete? You. Hmm? How you meet Pete? I'll never forget I had a, you know, uh, 
you know, the people at the time, whenever I ended up cutting a lot of the records or whatever, and I, um, <laughs> it was just so happened that those records just happened by hap happenstance, pretty much, because I was recording for my brother for his birthday, and, you know, I'll never forget, you know, at the time or whatever, and I had told him that, um, no, man, I ain't finna do this shit. I'm cool on this shit, so... He was like, man, shit, it's my birthday, bro. Shit, you can come up in here and at least lay down a verse or two for me. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah, hot, I'm cool, I'm cool. He was like, come on, bro. He's like, you could at least do that for me for my birthday. So right. <clears throat> those songs that I ended up, that day they played three hot tracks in this shit. In 17 minutes, I had three songs. So, Damn. Damn. So Damn. from there, in 17 minutes, we got three songs. And those three songs, the dudes who cut them three songs was going crazy at the time with those songs. And so they ended up shopping them to all of the people that they knew inside of the industry which i had no knowledge of at the time that they knew all of the people that they knew right so me after i damn god damn show that nigga todd had it on his headband nigga you to kill that motherfucker <laughs> that nigga uh, Ty got a family under mother, under his headband, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy thumped that shit in his mouth. No, no nigga, that's what I'm about that mouth. Show like to catch him live. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's an active hunter. Nigga. And they called you an active hunter, nigga. You got. <laughs> Spiders are here looking for Charlie's must. That's crazy. Okay, my bad. Back on set, my bad. So you know, you know, I think with with him, you know, with after you know all of them records that got cut with all of them, you know, dudes or whatever. Not they all start shopping them at different labels and so forth. And so from there, I never forget when I first met you know Pete, and then he was like, "Nigga Black, you dope as fuck, my nigga." So we definitely want to get you on to some shit and. You know, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, yeah, okay. I just pretty much shined the nigga off pretty much like the other five labels that I had sat Man. You right. know, with. But, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Nigga, you don't know the night. Nigga, I got to punch in. Nigga, 8 o'clock. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> so what the fuck is you talking about? Like, <laughs> I literally, nigga, I'm going to, nigga, punch the clock, nigga, and, nigga, go to motherfucking work. Like, man, standing out here in the cold with this flashlight, nigga, and this pepper spray, nigga. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. knock it off, like. No, nigga, I can really. Okay. okay. Uh, but here's a question everybody want to know the answer to. Yeah. Uh, is your guard card still current? Nah, you did nine years. You got to renew that. Hey, 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 I'll be gone nine years. That's what I'm saying. You got to renew that. It's another 17 years hey, uh, from that time. So, yeah, yeah, my yeah. guard card, nigga. And when niggas rap, think you're the police in the pen if they find out you had a guard card on the outside? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Nigga, I worked for Greystone and Target, nigga. I was not, nigga, Compton Police Department. LAPD. Writing them activity reports every hour. He was with Pinkerton back in the day. Nigga don't stand as a security guard. You can walk off that job, man. Go drop your little walkie talkie off your little belt, nigga. Y'all can have this little bad. I'm done. You got a guard card, guy? You know, nigga, I just. Man, yeah, bro. Turn a blind eye. Man. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> I'm not chasing you out this month. I'm yeah. not chasing you the nah. fuck out of here, nigga. I give two fucks, nigga. Make Listen, sure you grab some nigga, for me, nigga. Hey, nigga, grab one for me, nigga. Meet me back at the car, nigga. Just Straight throw it in the back of the whip, yeah. nigga. Straight me. out, nigga. I pop the lock for you. Boop, boop. Man. Yeah. Hey, no joke. I remember when I used to security at the club. 
Niggas will come to me, hey, Dewan, if some shit go down, you may not want to jump in this one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be like, thank you for the heads up, because I don't own this motherfucker. First thing you bought with the bag. First thing I bought with the bag, I bought a Harley truck. I'll never forget, mm. I bought a Harley truck. And, uh, oh, the F-150? Yeah, I bought a Harley. Back then, I had a Harley truck, so I bought a Harley truck. That was one of the first things that I bought. Man. Let me ask you this question, man. Uh, because you talk about the bag and somebody saying they're going to get the bag for you and, I mean, the promises and shit. Just speak on, like, as an artist, how the fuck, it, it, how much, like, I mean, perseverance it takes to keep hearing that shit. And because I know hearing that shit a lot, you might have missed some opportunities. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. getting deep into that shit. You'd be like, ah, nigga, I heard it before. So, right. but when a nigga finally came with that bag. Talk about the confidence boost that is for an artist. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man, nigga does his shows the fuck. <laughs> like, nigga, how you man, breathe nigga, easy. Nigga, man, nigga open his shirt and let the air out. Man. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Damn, nigga, for real? Yeah, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll never forget when I went to the bank. You know what I'm saying? I looked at the, the, the statement on the motherfucker. It was a direct deposit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know what I'm saying? I just got the check, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? She was like, oh, okay. Whoop. I slid it in there. She slid my little bag back with the change. And I looked at the receipt because I didn't know that the money had been direct deposited. Oh, oh. Bitch, give me five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Take this back. I, I want that. And so <laughs> give me five thousand. Just give me five thousand. And so she went to the back. And she went and got five man. I want to see the number again. Like maybe this was a glitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A glitch. Maybe, you know, because you know the computers be having glitches. And yeah, shit. yeah, right. <laughs> Give me another five thousand, right, man. man. For you real. Know what I'm saying? She was, oh, okay. She went and got me ten bags. I was like, okay, shit. Damn. I slid the ten bags in my pocket. You want an envelope? No, I don't want an envelope. Yeah, I need to fill this. Just, nigga. Just slide my shit right here. I need when the nigga first yeah. get that first kind of real grip, nigga, you, you just get the cash. Yeah. You be counting that motherfucker. Man, you, yeah, you yeah. got about ten recounts of that motherfucker hour. <laughs> you gotta make sure. Yeah, yeah. Nigga laying on the bed. See the bitch. The bitch ran through the money machine. See, she ran through the money machine. Like he playing cards and shit. Yeah, he playing cards and shit. She can run that shit through the money machine, but I don't trust it, nigga. Some shit might be stuck together. Let me count this again. Let me. Might be stuck. You ready to let that up? Yeah. So I never forget that shit. So that's when you know the confidence in Pete definitely went to the next level because Pete went and got me the bag. A lot of motherfuckers was promising the bag, and so it's a real shit, you know. Nigga, I'm sitting here, nigga, looking at the past due, nigga, on the light bill. Like, right. nigga, you talking about a bag? Nigga, fuck you mean? Nigga, I got a past due bill, bro. Right. I'm trying to pay the minimum. Right. But, right, right, right. You know, not it's $33, man. It's kicking my ass. It's going to be $300, <laughs> but your minimum, nigga, is 88 Yeah, right. I need to pay the 88 nigga. Right, right. The 88 not, <laughs> you know, just the minimum. Straight out. Like, That's crazy. You know, like, so when... Yeah, so, you know, to be able to be in that position for the first time in my life, that shit was, it was it, it was dope and it was mind-boggling, but at the same time, the confidence that it gave me was incredible, man. Yeah. So by the t- when I walked in the, in, in the studio, I floated in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, I ain't even have, nigga, that day, nigga, you thought I was Superman floating up. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nigga, close the booth, nigga. Yeah, oh, let's get it in. I will yeah. go to work today. So you get the bag. Mm-hmm. Now you officially, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. of... A rap star. Right. Next thing comes is the comparisons. Right, right. To Big. Right, right, right. How did you feel about it? Did that frustrate you or did that change your approach in the studio? Did you find yourself, you know what I'm saying, 
trying to do something different so people wouldn't compare y'all? Like, how did how did that how did that fuck with you mentally when those comparisons started? Man, at the end of the day, man, when you know the comparisons came or whatever, not I'm like my nigga, my whole life, nigga, I've been a big nigga, I've been a dark skinned nigga, I've been a heavy voice nigga, my whole entire life, and I'm like, oh, they comparing me to one of the greatest to ever do it. Right. That's true. So when you say you compare me to the pantheon of hip hop, like nigga. I don't look at myself at that level. Right, I right. look at myself at my level because I'm me and the shit that I'm talking about, if you listen to the album, is a West Coast lifestyle and the shit that I went through. It's not like I'm walking around, nigga, with Tim's on. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, son, nigga. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nigga, what's happening? You yeah. So, exactly, nigga. I'm talking <laughs> right, about, right. nigga, you know, yeah, this fucking is my bitches, album, kids nigga. throwing over about, over the bridge. City, right. nigga. I'm talking yeah. about the rag on the... On the steering wheel, nigga, yeah, with your, with your baby mama's picture, nigga, in the dashboard, yeah. in the cutters, nigga. I'm talking about Bondo on the whip, nigga. I'm yeah. talking about, I'm talking about this lifestyle. The homie got some pigeons, nigga. He finna clap, nigga. Yeah. Make him flip. I'm talking about this. So you're comparing me. I don't think that you really deciphered and broke down and delve into this shit with a deeper ear. So right. at the end of the day, I mean, when I look at that, you know, Big is a legend in his own right. That's part of the pantheon. So at the end of the day, uh yeah, man, pretty much, you know, when you look at that and you making the comparisons, you gotta sit down and you gotta just break that shit down. But not to take away anything, man. That man is a legend, man, and that man set the bar up high as fuck here. You know, in the West Coast, I remember we was listening to the niggas kids. So right. at the same time and token, you know, the comparisons, when you sit down and you delve into it and you look at the, you know, stylistic differences, you'll definitely see it, period. Yeah, that's and if not, then I can't, you know, you know, I, I can't do everything for everybody. I can't make everybody, you know, like right. me, love yeah, me. Man, I never it. have tried to. I never so, will. So the first project went gold. Exactly, Mondo. Went gold. So, so what are some of the things... Like, are you still able to leverage things because of that album? Um, I mean, do you still get residuals? Are you do you own any publishing on that album? Like, what is your connection to that album? Is it still viable? Man, you know the the album, man. There's songs off of that album to this day, man. It's just streamed, just heavily streamed through the roof, and you know. People still listen to that, you know. I look on my IG page and people just play different songs and show, you know. I'll be like, God damn, you know, this damn near 20 years later, and you yeah. are still playing that song. So I think that when you look back at it, man, and the mark that it made on a lot of people and for a lot of people to continue to bang it, man, I definitely am appreciative for all of those people who are true supporters. There's fans in there, supporters. Yeah. Right. Motherfuckers who've been playing my music for almost the last 15, 20 years, different mixtapes and shit like that. And like, nigga, you remember this song? Like, nigga, I don't even remember yeah, this song. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I cut that song, I know. Yeah. But, nigga, that's 20 years old. So, you know, my mind and the way I look at it as an artist, I'm always in search of perfection. I'm always criticizing myself. I'm always looking for a new way to do it. I'm always, you know, writing. So... My last year, you know, in prison, you know, when they, you know, that last year in prison, I didn't write no, I ain't write nothing the whole time I was in prison. Right. I was, you know, just, you know, bidding, doing my bid. Right, right. And, you know, it's so crazy. It's like, when they killed Nip, I don't know, it's just another creative spark came. Right. And I look up 11 months later and I had 600 verses. Damn. 
And so I haven't put my pen down to this day, and I'm still writing. And so all of the new music and the level in which I'm on now, it's so many experiences and so much shit that I done been through and that I done seen, mm-hmm. you know. You know, I, again, I, I don't think a lot of artists have seen the shit that I've seen in my lifetime. Right, right. Everybody's experiences is different. Right. You know what I mean? But a lot of motherfuckers ain't did the shit that I done done. Man. And be able to be sitting here before you and be able to speak about this shit. Hell yeah, man. Let's give it up for that, bro. Real spit. Okay, so we, we get the label. We on, we on a high. I, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know what I'm saying? Good things come to an end. You know what I'm saying? You get out of your deal. Right. So how do we get to the pen? How do we get caught on credit cards? How do we get into a situation where we got cracked? Well, you know, you know, uh, financial stupidity. So, you know, <laughs> ignorance is expensive, homie. <laughs> ignorance is very expensive. Man. You know, it's you know, it's not the love of money that's the root of all evil. It's the lack of, right. which is truly the root of all evil. Talk about it. So, hmm. I mean, when the lack of money, you know, jump out there and you looking at real responsibilities and you got real kids to take care of and you got real mortgages to pay and you got real bills around you, you know, the element which is so comfortable in the condition in which I came up and which you came up as me being a hustler. I go into hustle mode. And right. so, you know, that one thing led to the next and one thing led to the next. And yeah. I got 30,000 credit cards and <laughs> U.S. Marshals is at my door in Palace Verde. So. Oh, man. Yeah. You stomped yeah. down on them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how does that feel answering the door and it's the fans, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> Did you try to shut the door and they kicked the motherfucker in? No, man. You know, the first time they was they was very, you know, they was very polite. Yeah, they talk. Hello, excuse me. You Mr. Williams? Absolutely, yeah. Can you step outside, please? We have a federal warrant, twenty two count indictment for you, you know what I'm saying, for a twenty million dollar fraud. Boom, 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 boom. You know. I look out and I look past my neighbor's house and I look past my neighbor's house that way and in this direction. And his number of federal agents, they in plain clothes. Niggas got FUBU on and all kinds oh. of stuff. Yeah. Niggas yeah. out there like, That's like true oh, it was, it was, it was actual, a few niggas he had did. A, the actual niggas. Yeah. Nigga, yeah. Niggas with afros. Yeah. They had us with pics and they shit like that. A few niggas he was in a cypher with out yeah. there. Like, <laughs> I'm just freestyling with this nigga. Man. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Damn. So did did somebody told on you or you actually did business with an agent and didn't know? Motherfuckers told on me. Oh man. Yeah, I was told on. That's ninety eight percent of the cases. Now look, when the feds come it's 99%. So when they start showing you evidence and shit, was it some shit they showed you? It was like, motherfucker, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I, y'all was there? I, like, you know, when the feds come, the feds come, they got it all. Right, right, right. They right. have the means and the power to gather and take their time to get all of the information. Mm. And, you know, what makes it worse is when an individual and in which you're working with is feeding them even more information. Right, 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 right. So this is where this was at. This is how we did this, and this is how we... Stop it. 
Man. Stop it. Like, what part of that? Nigga, we cops, they rob. We right. robbers, they cops. What right. part, nigga? When did you switch sides, nigga, and start punching the clock as a cop? Right, right, nigga, right. Your job, nigga, is to figure out the bad guy every day. Nigga. Yeah, when yeah. Did, nigga, we're the bad guys. They're the good guys. When did, nigga, you go from robber, nigga, to cop? Like, nigga, right. we're robbing, nigga. <laughs> this is what we do, nigga. This is not personal, nigga. This is what I'm doing, nigga. I right. am robbing. Nigga, you're robbing with me. Right. We are bearing the fruit of our robbery. Right, right, right. <laughs> nigga, we are breaking the bread, nigga, from our illicit gains. Did like, you take a deal for 10 or they get, you fought and they gave you 10? You know what I mean? It just seemed like the numbers continue. You know, the feds don't go nah. downward. They Damn. continue to go upward. They offered my uncle five. He caught a conspiracy case in the 80s. Right. They found a scale in the oven. He was in Portland. He was selling, you know, he was selling, you know, keys right. or whatever. All they found was a scale. Right. He got five. Right. Then he got out in 96, right back on the hustle, f fucking with them oxys, got cracked in 06. Right. They offered him 10. He fought it. They gave him life. Oh, Damn. wow. Yeah. Feds don't play, homie. Yeah, they, is, they got you. They got they, you. Feds is a whole different animal. I mean, you know, what was so crazy is because... Under Booker, for each card in which they had, you know, you know, they had. It wasn't like I had thirty thousand pieces of plastic, my nigga. I just had the numbers. Right, 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 right. So, for each one of those numbers, is you know five hundred. So five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, 500 plus. We know what you took. This is this and this. So, nigga, it's twenty million dollar fraud, nigga. So, like, you know, so it went from twenty two counts down to eight. And so I pled to access device fraud. I pled to five counts of bank fraud. I pled to aggravated identity theft. So whenever it all stood back, you know. How do you aggravate a nigga's identity? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Look at show. Oh, shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it like a motherfucker. Look at your hairline, nigga. That's what's aggravating, nigga. <laughs> it's got to be aggravating not to have one. That's really got to be aggravating. <laughs> Nigga, mad Nigga, your shirt came with nipple rings, nigga. Nigga. That show was ready for you. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that was crazy. Initially, wasn't like, because you went back, when you got out on bail. Right. Went back to cooking. And got caught again, right? Yeah, So what did they, what was that charge? I mean, you know what? At the time, you know, they looked at all of the, you know, I violated my bond. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they gave me a bond. So once I went and got me a paid attorney, he was like, look, okay, your guidelines is 108 to 135 months. Those are the sentencing guidelines for me. Mm -hmm. So they're not going under that. Damn. No matter how many times I speak to them, they don't give two fucks, zero fucks. Mm -hmm. You're getting this to this. So once you understand and you come to the realization and the finality of nigga that I'm finna go sit down, right? you know, really is there, I'm thinking my kids, I'm thinking my wife, I'm thinking my family members. So fuck it. Cause it's not going any other direction. Right. So I'm going back in the kitchen. Right. I'm finna chef. Nigga, 
Let's prepare one last meal for these <laughs> niggas. You know what I mean? I'm going to prepare one last meal for these yeah. niggas. So, they didn't add charges from that, though. No, man, because they, they, you know, when they came back, they got 200 compared to 30,000. My nigga, like, 200? Yeah. Fuck is that? Fuck this nigga. We just finna shoot the flashbangs and go pick his ass up. Right, right. Like, nigga, 200, it's nothing. Nigga, we got 30,000 here. Like, nigga, what is 200 to 30,000? Like, it's so nice that second time. Yeah, oh no, they weren't. No, no, no. They brought every, they brought the wrath of God down that night. I'll never forget, man. Them motherfuckers came, man. They had the literal. The battle ram look like a tank out front. Yeah, yeah. They shooting shit through there, nigga. The yeah. light, the house look like a stadium. The way they put like, <laughs> nigga, all of the lights are on the house, nigga. Yeah. Please come outside of the house, nigga. They got the megaphones blaring. Oh man, you know, flashbangs coming through there. You know what I'm saying? So That's crazy. the second time, there was no polite entry. It was nigga like fuck you. You ever had somebody recognize you while you was? Hustling after you had got famous, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, that's yeah, is that oh, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, homie, the inevitability of you know, I am who I am, so my face is a recognizable face. It's just not too many, yeah, just black ass niggas just walking around here every day, <laughs> nigga, like, oh, nigga, that's black, nigga. yeah, you yeah. Know? So, I've never been one to just, I've always been around. You know, I was in Hartham. I'm, I'm all. I've always been in the streets. I right. was never one of those artists to go buy a house somewhere and just, oh, I'm off into La La Land. Now. Right, right. I'm attached to the streets. The streets been attached to me my entire life. So when I went to prison, it wasn't like, hey, uh, you guys need to put me over here. No, nigga, I walked the main line. I'm on the yard with everybody else. I didn't go into per air quote protective custody. You right, know what right. I'm so, right, right, right. Man, I'm on the yard. I'm with the homies. Hey, this is what it is, nigga. You finna sit your ass down for a minute, nigga. Go ahead, let's bust some on, nigga. Straight yeah, out. Slide, slide some place on there. I heard you was pretty strong, man. I'm about to get you in the gym with us, oh, man. Yeah, no, I heard yeah. you putting up like 225. You better, go, you better go to my uh, IG. Yeah, okay. Nah, what you yeah, mean? I just put up 405. Okay, okay. We in there, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm the strongest nigga in comedy. I'm still above every morning. That's what I'm talking about. Every morning, every morning, every morning, every morning, every like I told my manager the other day, it's nothing like, you know, when I pull that 315 off and lay it on my chest, he was like, no, that is not meditation, mm -hmm. Negro. <laughs> that is pain. Yeah, I love it. You know what I mean? So for me, it's, it's you know, it's, it's in prison, you know, when I got there, you know, I was 473 pounds. So, you know, so many different dudes, you know, they was getting their mind and their body and their spirit right. I mean, they was getting, they working on, you know, working on, getting themselves together, you know? So, you, you know, you're on a big time out, a very right. big time out. So right, right. in this moment of time, either you're going to let the time do you or you're going to do the time. I mean, right. So in there, you know, I had instrumental people that were around me, like Harry O, definitely would give me different books to read. You know, E-Myth by Michael Gerber, come to me to everything store, just Bezo, you know, Creatures from Jekyll Island. So I read a total of almost 483 books while I was in prison. So. Right, 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 definitely. So every time the homies would look around like, damn, nigga, you got this book. Damn, nigga, where them books come from? I would just have books strolled across the bread, bed, reading one chapter here, reading this here with the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, here. yeah. You know what I mean? So... Just being able to be around Unk at the time, Unk was one of them individuals that was in there that was a, a, a bright spot. In for, for, for those who don't know who Harry O is. 
Please explain. Please explain. Oh, you know, if you don't know who Ario is, you know, without Ario, there would have never been a death row. You know what I mean? There would have never been a death row. We would have never known the likes of, you know, Snoop Dogg. And we would have never known the likes of Corrupt. We would have never known the likes of Daz. Right. You know what I mean? Superfly. You know, all of the, you know, the Nate, Nate Dogg, rest in peace. We would have never knew the likes of all of those most talented individuals here on the West Coast. And, you know, Pac, when he, Pac was dope but you know when he joined Death Row it just he was on a whole nother level so a lot of the music that we you know heard and we grew up to from our era you know Harry O is responsible for that and so Legend. to be able to understand Denzel Washington yeah Denzel Washington all of the plays that he did yeah, yeah man come on bro like that man was man that man hand was moving in so many different directions and so to be around Unc you know and have conversations with him, and he know he'd come to me, man. Have you ever read this author, man, Iggy Mandino? Damn, let me check these books out. I need a book list, man. I mean, I mean, you know, I, man, I love reading books. And one of the last books that I read was, you know, Forty Eight Laws of Power, and in, in, in coercion with Fiftieth Law of Power. You know, Robert Greene and Fifty Cent did a book as well. You know, it's not as long as Forty Eight Laws of Power, but definitely it's a deep read, man, and in which you can really begin to enlighten your mind on a whole another level, and especially being in a place like that where it's nothing but negativity around right, you right, right. all of the time. It's a bunch of miserable motherfuckers in there, Man. and it's a lot of motherfuckers who are going back, and it's a lot of people who really want to make changes, and it's a lot of people who see what happened, see what went wrong, and have been there and been there and been there, and was like, you know what, I'm tired of this shit. So, right. You know, just to be in that moment, to be able to have a person like him around me, you know, especially like even when I lost my mother, you know, Rest in peace. Um, he was one of them individuals like, man, Black, you good, homie? I'm like, man, I'm good, I'm good, huh? You know, like, you know, shit, it's real, homie, it's real. But to be able to have people around that had an emotional intelligence, not only just was book smart, not only just, just street educated, but, you know, so definitely shout out to my nigga Harry. Shout out to Harry, yo. We're going to go to a commercial break. When we get back, we're going to wrap up the interview. Uh, more with Gorilla Black, man. We back. Welcome to Craig Facts. Look, man, I want y'all to know that this show was uh, sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp and the BetterHelp is a hold on. Here we go again. <laughs> this show is this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, spell it out: H E L P um, backslash Craig, um, and get a discount on your service. The service is available for clients worldwide. The services, you can log on to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever, ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with a traditional therapist. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free. To change to change counselors if needed. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit the website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Uh, from here, okay. Visit BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com, backslash Craig. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp 
that they have been recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Okay, I'll read the last line. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Craig Facts. Listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com. Uh, forward slash Craig again. BetterHelp.com forward slash Craig. Look, if you're having problems and you need somebody to talk to, call BetterHelp, man. I don't want people out there killing themselves or going into deep depression because you don't think nobody give a fuck about you. Call BetterHelp. They got they got qualified counselors that talk you through whatever you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Call BetterHelp so you don't end up looking like DJ Show. Yeah. Or or uh, call better help if you want to continue to see the bottom in your stomach. Hey, unlike uh, <laughs> a nigga wishful thinking. I'm gonna do this uh, this <laughs> last ad. One more. One more. Uh, su- support Craig Facts. <laughs> support. <laughs> Come on, man, nigga, get this off, nigga. This is the money, nigga. Punk ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, bro. No, fuck with you. <laughs> Support <laughs> support for Craig Facts is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. That shit didn't make sense. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family's jewels. Manscaped just launched a fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide in using Manscaped. With this exclusion, you get 20% off of a purchase if you go to manscaped.com and type in Craig. Again, go to manscaped.com and type in Craig. Imagine imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time for your favorite part of your body a breeze. I'm one of the first people to try the 4.0, and I'm blown away by its performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. (coughs) Bam, bam, bam. Okay, you go ahead and read from a lawnmower 4.0 down. The lawnmower 4.0 even uh, even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help the battery length last longer. Man, if you have you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face. You've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end up with the pubes in their mouth. <laughs> it's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me, the me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice smooth boys. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the, with the code Craig, Craig Facts, no, Craig at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off free shipping with the code Craig, K-R-A-I-G, at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code Craig. Unlock your confidence and always get to use your tools the right way. Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate Manscaped. Thank you. Better help. All right, man. We're going to wrap up the show in a second. One last thing, man. Family is everything, man. So um, how did it feel when your little brother, when his, when his career started to take off? Man, that was a beautiful time, man, definitely, man. I mean, I'll never forget we would be on the road or whatever, and the conversations between he and I, man, was definitely dope. And I'm like, yo, bro, it's really time for you to really take this shit to the next level. And he was like, you know, yeah, man, yeah, man, I'm going to really do it, I'm going to really do it, I'm going to really do it. And I don't think that he really had took it serious because he was so focused on, you know, seeing me get out there and, you know, get shit going or whatever. But when we got back up off of, you know, the road for months and months and months, he just started rhyming and shit. And I was like, yo, bro, I really want you to take this shit to the next level. And so the critiquing between he and I and 
to see where he went stylistically with everything and the beats that he was choosing and the way that he was harmonizing on records. It was just a beautiful, beautiful yeah. thing. And so for him to be able to go into the situation, you know, with my boy, God bless the damn nigga, Pop Gates, and, you know, be able to, you know, cultivate that whole situation, which, you know, ultimately led to a record deal and him to be able to drop that single at the time. And, you know, Felly fell definitely with his support. I mean, it was a beautiful situation at the time. And I was really, really, really proud of my brother, man, because he really stepped up to the plate, man, and brought it home for the family, man. And so, I mean, you know, even to this day, man, you know, he really is one of the, you know, main people that really supported me, you know, throughout, you know, my bid and, you know, helped me and move forward with, you know, creating my own, you know, hair care line. And, you know, just me and him definitely throughout the years, man, you know, he's been an instrumental, you know, guide, you know, with me because he came from the same place I did. And so I'm just so proud for him and, you know, the growth that he's at right now, like with his company and, you know, just moving forward and him being there for me. So definitely, man, it's been a beautiful thing, man. And at that moment, it was just something that was priceless. Right. Yep, that's dope, man. For people I, don't know. Tell, tell them who your brother is. Oh, man, y'all already know, man. Hot dollar, man. Yes, Hot dollar. dollar, man. Hot dollar the great, man. Yes, Period. You know I know I mean? Scoop DeVille. He did that first oh, record. Definitely, Scoop, man. Definitely. Yeah. He blessed that record, man. He made that record really dope, man. Shout out to Scoop, man. Shout out to Frost. Yes, sir. You know, they definitely was instrumental in making that Streets on Lock, man. And it was just so dope at the time. I'll never forget, you know, we was playing the record with Nip, and Nip was like, man, this motherfucker is a banger. And, you know, so just to have so, so so much support from so many dudes here on the West with Glasses and Nip and, you know, J-Rock and all of them people, man, everybody out of TDE and all of them cats. So it was just a beautiful thing at that time. And I think, again, we was we was, we was was always at the forefront of this shit, man. No matter what nobody want to say or how they want to say it or put it or play it, man, a nigga been at the forefront of this West. You know, I know what it is to be standing in front of 50,000, you know, in a khaki suit, so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Twisting up these fingers, homie, for the dub. So, <clears throat> you know, my brother definitely pushed his line, definitely. And so, you know, we've been at the forefront of this shit for a long time, man. And when you look at, you know, that long span of, you know, quietness out of the West, uh, I thank God that I was instrumental in using the talent in which he gave me to be able to put us back, you know, in the saddle again. And so when I look from that time to now and all of the cast that came after, I just look, man, and I, I, I'm proud, you know what I mean, where niggas really took it, man. Like K-Dot, I'll never forget, man. A nigga was in a freestyle battle one time, and he was just killing it, man. Just I'm like, God damn, me and my nigga Pop Gates was like, man, this nigga is ridiculous. And, you know, so just to be around all of them cats and to see where they took it, man, and, you know, Nip the legend, you know what I mean? So, I mean, just to see where he took it, like, God damn, like. Right. Niggas just, you know, open up that, crack the door, man, and niggas kick that motherfucker through, like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Knocked the <laughs> bitch off the hinges and just took it to another level to where I still look up, like, God damn, man, like, the talent in which they came after us. Yeah, man, shout out to all them cats, man. All right, man, we're going to do one more last segment in the show, man. Uh, last week's rap battle, man, I felt like it was a classic, man, so... <laughs> Go ahead, man. Uh, show show them your shirt, man. Tell them what it's what it say, man. I'm gonna put it up on the oh, site yeah. if you want to support. <laughs> that was shows hotline from the battle. The mic is in front of you. Oh yeah, this one eight hundred not dressed right. <laughs> <laughs> so if your opponent not dressed right, you know what I'm saying. You go ahead and remind him with this shirt. Yeah, that'll that'll be on the website soon. Ty, show them your shirt, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you know what it is. You see it out here, man. The Gamurfa Funkle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see a motherfucker out here looking like DJ Show? Oh, the Gamurfa Funkle, if that was real, then you know what I'm saying? Check it out. Put it over to the side so it's out of the way. Yeah, of the Funkle, like put it, put it yeah, right there. All right, they'll be able to see it. Yeah, yeah. Gamurfa Funkle. Gamurfa Funkle. I 30 that nigga like I told you I would. Now, now, hey, hold on, hold on. Last night, wait, last night you got sweat, bro. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last night I won that one. Four to one. Four to one. And the last shirt, uh, the titty, the titty o meter <laughs> measures the distance between the ground and the bottom titty. <laughs> <laughs> the titty o meter, man. That's the one. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Two front teeth, yeah, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> Titty-o-meter. All right, man. Shit, tell everybody where they can find you, bro. Definitely, man. Y'all can go to @official_gorilla_black, official gorilla black man. I got a lot of hot joints just coming out, man. One of the first ones we dropped, man, was 631-74-112. You know, that's my fair register number. You know what I'm saying? I know what that is. Yeah. For all them niggas that really been in the feds, nigga, that's 6-3. Yeah, that's 6-3-1. Y'all know the ninth District. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, definitely go check that out. I got volume two out, man. And, we getting ready to drop some visuals, man. So yeah. definitely, you know, I got forty in the can, man, and I'm, you know, gearing up to do another sixty records. So yeah. I'm from the old school of shit, niggas. You know, cut a hundred records, man. You yeah. know, it's never a week. You know, me and Boss Lady not up in there grinding. Definitely, so definitely, man. I definitely want to thank everybody damn that's been supporting me for all of these years. And Boss Lady has been instrumental, man, in just rebuilding. You know, the whole structure around everything with my brother, with my man Wafu, with my man Boosie, and you know, we just moving, man. We grinding. You know, and again, you know, y'all definitely gonna hear the music, man. Definitely, it's on a whole nother level. Man, I can't Promise wait. That's way you can always come on the show and play. We got an album release show too, so anytime you want to release music, you're oh, more definitely, than definitely, we will be back. We definitely yeah, yeah. be back, man. We can have a living, listening party up in here. You know, y'all yeah. roll up some yeah, of them old blunts. Oh, yeah, we can yeah. definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. can smoke some. Definitely, I want everybody to go out as well, man. And you know, go to my, you know, my site, man. Hair Gods Inc. You know. Niggas, you know, you right. know, if you all the way gone, nigga, it ain't gonna bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, if you waiting at the bus stop, show start rich. He was rich at the bus stop. But definitely, man, you know, so definitely, man, y'all go, you know, check it out, man. You know, I, I do my own hair oil, man. I created, man, you know, we created this over 17 years ago. So definitely, this will get your beard back right, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, your baby mama got some braids. Tell her to throw that up in there and get them invisible edges back, you know what I mean? If she yeah. got some spots in there, it's going to bring it back, you know. But, you know, a lot of niggas is gone. If you all the way gone, yeah. I'm not finna you know, tell you. If you all the way gone. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? But if you want to be illustrious and extremely silky smooth, nigga, go ahead and drag, drag, Hell yeah. grab the hair guys. You grab know? a bottle, man. Definitely. Tell them where they can find you. Uh. Check me out, Uncle Todd Comedy, Twitter, um, motherfucking IG. Check my album out. I'm out there. Um, I'm out there, man. Left me in Pasadena. I got the Russia stories coming out. And uh, if show want to get clapped again, you know where I'm at. I don't like that clap again shit. Yeah, I ain't like that shit either, bro. Y'all know who it is, Mr. Underscore Duncan Penny Hughes, man, on the IG. Fuck with uh, Sapiosexual right now. Get my sound packs off sound.com. Um, shit, Nerd Gang Clothing, grab you some dope shit off there, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's about it, man. Yeah. Yo, what up, man? This be your boy, The Real DJ Show. Make sure y'all follow me on all platforms, YouTube, Plan A Radio. 
The Real DJ Show on Instagram. You dig me? Uh, if you got some music, come through and get your music uh, played in my Instagram live. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait up for somebody. <laughs> it always happens every Hey, yo, check, check, That nigga check, ain't allowed to hold puppies at the pet store no more. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga. My, I know it, you know what I'm saying? Niggas always got jokes with the. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> my nigga. My, bro, you can't get horribly dressed. You got a tie dye onesie, my nigga. Okay, I got to tie that one. Show carry his dogs on the back of their neck with his mouth. That dog is too late, bro. Bro, you watch the uh, next Karate Kid in Indian style. <laughs> Man, I can see that. Yeah, that's right. Adds to it. Check, check, check. Y'all know where to find me. Regular underscore DLZ, man. We had a good show today. I appreciate you coming through. Man, the legend dropped too. I love everybody. Dope. Yeah. Go to hotepbitch.com. You can still get my book, No Time to Waste. Got a new webinar coming up August 1st on Teaching Racism to Children. How to Break It Down to Them on their level so they understand that shit. And also get my new T-shirt, uh-huh. Your kids know what racism is. The minute they turn on Fortnite, how they know? Oh, man, damn. <laughs> them white kids, them white kids understand it. So, yeah. well, black people raise our kids, want them, want them to be innocent. But your kids are uh, coming across that shit every time they turn on Xbox, every time they turn on PlayStation. Yeah. They know what some shit with that one teacher that don't fuck with them. Right. They know what it is. They just don't have no words for it. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna give you guys a language on how to break that down to your children to where they can maintain their innocence still. But understand what it is. I've been called a nigger yeah. more on Call of Duty than in real yeah. life. Yeah, I'm thinking I mean, more in Call of Duty in real life. I've yeah. been called a nigger. Is that right? Like, like, y'all they bold from, on that motherfucker, bro. Y'all know me from the show, but I've been doing this with families <laughs> in South Central LA for 20 years now. So Important. I've been doing this one family at a time. So I figured I'd bring it to the whole country. Right. So I ain't got to keep telling the whole message one time at one at a time. Right. And also get my new T-shirt, Rebels for the Cause. The niggas, the black folks got to know the niggas who fall back. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, right. Nat Turner, Robert Smalls, Bass Reeves, Denmark Vesey, Jean-Jacques Dessalines. We celebrate the people who fall yeah. back and yeah. didn't say we shall overcome. They said, nigga, we take it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, hey, this nigga show sick of his flies yeah, on this, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you've been taking your D, you've been taking... <laughs> You been, you been taking your deworm medication, show? Deworm. I don't know why I've been wearing them shorts since the fourth. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all supporting the show. It's hot to the motherfucker yeah, here today. Yeah. Want to thank everybody. Show everybody, man. Love y'all niggas. Yes, Much sir. respect oh, to man. Gorilla Black. You, support, support him, man. He's back and better than ever, man. If I owe you something, you can get it from God. Yes, sir. Yeah, from God. <laughs> Shit. Oh, could you imagine if, if Charlie was here? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, Charlie was here.